Hiya girls, we are Barney and Lukey and we are the hot young visionaries behind Truffle Pig Wigs. And this is Cliffhangers, the unofficial, unrequested and unhinged RuPaul's Drag Race recap show. The views and opinions expressed on Cliffhangers are from a couple of women who just love drag and have zero real business judging it. If you are not a fan of Red Hot Acidic Critique, turn back now. U-G-L-Y, check out his giant brown eye, it's Barney. Ah! It's not even that big. It is compared to the GP. Yeah, true. Uh, And introducing to the stage, if loving her is wrong, then 7.8 billion of us are right. It's Lukey. I thought you were going to say, if loving her is wrong, I don't want to be white. (laughs) Still true. My, uh, yeah, my identity issues really being pushed to the forefront there. Uh, how are you, Lukes? I am okay. We've had an interesting week. Haven't we? We join you We join you this week from our brandly... Brand, why can't I talk properly? Our brownly... Our, <laughs> our brand newly refurbished recording studio. AKA The Snug. Yeah, we've got some lovely sofas and armchairs now. I'm cross-legged with a hot chocolate. Oh, it's like a Marks and Spencer's advert. <laughs> Uh, We also interviewed and introduced, I guess, the gorgeous and charismatic sensation, Victoria Scone. Wow, really giving them the uh, teasers there. Well, that's what the whole point is. But we don't actually know if we can release it because the sound is so bad. It's very annoying. Like you wouldn't believe, ladies. Like you wouldn't believe. It It is terrible. Well, actually, our sound was fine. It was something to do with the Zoom connection, wasn't it? I blame the crumbs. Crumbs in a scone. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, we also cashed in on a free brunch that we won at Thank Grace you. Shushy Shush's Bingo. Um, and on a personal level, I've nearly fully renovated the kitchen at home. Lovely stuff. <laughs> on a personal level? Yeah. Really thinking these listeners are really buying into your purse. You've asked me what I'm up to, or if not, you should have. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk some drags, Luke. Let's actually do it. Previously on RuPaul's Drag Race UK... So, last week, the Huns served three looks in the Miss Fugly Padge, and for the first time ever, they were against the clock. Very exciting. Kitty Scott Claus finally won herself a challenge and a badge, and then Vanity and Scarlet battled it out-out to Scandalous by Mystique, and yeah. unfortunately for the harlot, she was sent packing. Mm. How'd you feel? Um, I feel that's how it needed to play out. Yeah, we they did what needed to be done. Yeah, Vanity killed it. Um, who I actually don't even think she's maybe should have been in the bottom. But I can't actually Vanity. remember. I get very confused because we watch the thing, we watch the episode, and then the end bit is last week, and then I get very confused. Like, are we in this the episode from the week before still? Yeah, it's hard for a girl. But we join all the divas back in the workroom post a limb. And your first question I hear you ask so gallantly is: Has anyone in Drag Race history come back from a fourth lip sync? How? quickly they forget well taste taste zero radix taste's fourth one was if you're gonna be a pedant about it was the final four lip sync the when everyone did it i mean she still came out with a jean-paul gautier advert she still came out you could say that she did win (laughs) i think she's doing just fine just fine um ella saying that she wouldn't be scared to go up against vanity i don't see that for you honey no. I don't see anyone going up against Vanity and being fine. Well, at this point, we hadn't seen Ella perform. And after seeing Ella perform? We'll get to that, I guess. Um, the girls asked, who do you think will go home next? Yeah. What do you think? I think there's a difference between who will go home next and who should go home next. 
because what you are going to do <laughs> isn't always. Um, I think it, we would be foolish, foolish, I see, to not understand the optics of what is going on here with three skinny blondes at the, t- <laughs> at the top and vanity. And I think that realistically, it is not f- like there's going to be some tomfoolery afoot in the next couple of episodes because they have very clearly earmarked who they want to be in the top three, (laughs) I think, personally. Who's that? Ella, Kitty and Crystal. Mm. But having removed... They all were serving very similar things in terms of drag. Obviously different variations, but they are all London queens that are serving similar. I think of them all as uh, blondes most of the time as well. Um, and they're kind of gorgeous, gorgeous women's. Do you know what I mean? Like when you've got rid of... Your charities, your charisas, yeah, your I, Vickies. Well, I just think that there's... I think we we need to be very conscious of the fact that from this point on, the game may not uh, function that well in terms of fairness, but it will function well in terms of TV production. That's my thoughts. That's Barney's... Musings. <sighs> yeah, I think it's the only thing like... That begins with a B mm. for that, but not really. Zero intellectualism, just vibes. Yeah, you know, that's you know us. what I'm like. Um, I really love that um, Barbara Windsor wig that we actually get to see later on in the episode on uh, Kitty. You know, when they were like Le pushing Babs. her around yeah. on the thing. That yeah, was yeah, very yeah, glam, yeah. Like, lovely moment. Um, but I would think that ideally for me, per- personally, I could see Ella go home in lieu of but it's just all about personal to- choice isn't it because it's like what do you want from your winner M- for me i'd love to see my winner be a fantastic performer mm. fantastic and that's what vanity gives me so i wouldn't want vanity to vanity to go home so i i personally could lose but then Ella. again she hasn't done well in any challenge apart from the group vanity. one yeah i don't think she's done badly though but then again that's what i'm saying like for your personal opinion like what do you want <laughs> i want a queen that you can go see in a bar and I'm not necessarily that into going to see queens sing, per- no, just personally. So I like them to see. I like to see a really fucking banged out uh, lip sync. So Is that I mean, an advert for Bang London. It, <laughs> um, so it's just all it's it's all personal, isn't it? Who could you see go home next? Um, I would have said Vanity just because she's been in the bottom so much. So it's not. But would you have wanted her to go home? No. Oh, okay. Um, it has taken me eight weeks to realise that Kitty Scott caught. Kitty Scott Claus's name is Claus like Santa Claus, maybe part of the Noel dynasty. Who's the Noel dynasty? Santa Claus. Oh, right, sure, the actual, <laughs> the originator. Joyeux Noel. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. It's a new day in the workroom. Wowzers, Crystal is the youngest queen ever to reach top four. So how old were Violet and Aquaria? Uh, Aquaria was... I thought Aqu- she must have just turned 19. She must. She, they must both be nineteen, but Aquarius just slightly has a birthday later in the year. But would Crystal be knowing exact dates and stuff? I imagine if in? you're, if you think you might be one of the youngest, True. that's the sort of thing that you would fact check. Because um, that is fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely, and also to be killing it. But there's real parallels between her and Aquaria. Like we've said that from the jump, like. Not stylistically, but I, I think that there's... Wow, you can't even turn your phone off. Or was that me? That was you, bitch. Wow! <laughs> I'm on airplane mode because I'm a professional. so many people want a piece. Um, oh, I... Shout out Jules, Barney's mum. Shout out Iona Lily Maguire, actually. 
an insatiable energy. Um, but that is an absolutely fantastic shout, especially to say yourself. I wish someone else had said it for them, mm. but uh, a fantastic shout. She's probably been waiting the last eight weeks for someone to... Yeah. <laughs> but, sorry, how old are you? Um, do you feel like we're getting a lot of Ella talking head? Um, I actually felt like it was the Kitty Scott Claus one woman show Christmas number. I felt like she was the only one giving confessionals this oh, whole Oh, really? Episode. I didn't yeah. even, that's weird. I didn't even notice that. I felt like they were really setting up Ella as like, you need to see this girl as a fo- uh, at the forefront of the competition and mm. as a front runner. And I just felt like we were like constantly being given, what it just, what struck me is that the talking heads, I felt like, what is she saying? Do you know what I mean? Like, give, yeah, give, I'm really cool. Yeah, like mm. give us nothing. <laughs> why is this con- Why is this constantly being taken back to this talking head? Um, and it's really, it's severely contributing to the overall energy of the show, I think. Like the talking heads are really weak this season. Sorry, I, I had to say it, but like, I don't, uh, there's, I'm not really getting much comedy. I'm not really mm. getting much like asides or like commentary on what's going on. It just all feels, th- those talking heads feel flat, which is like a real chance for you to, learn about their like their actual character yeah i feel like it must be down to the questions they're being asked or like the prompts that they're Mm. given of what to say why does ella do that oh i'm so uncool thing she's like 30 isn't she why does she that's the sort of thing that like a an old like an aunt she's an old soul isn't she oh god old soul old hole (laughs) um yeah strange strange choices but we find out that the mini challenge (gasps) is revealed to be the space skittles will be overacting in the low-budget blockbuster Bra Wars, The Fempire Claps Back. Thoughts? Question. Is there a big crossover between Star Wars and drag that is I'm there a, not getting? Yeah, is there a big queer conglomerate that loves Star Wars? I don't think I've ever seen one Star Wars film in my life. I've seen bits and bobs because I've had boyfriends that liked it, but I've never fucked with it. The only thing I can fuck with, huh? Boyfriends that like Star Wars? Yeah. Wow. I know. Um, but the only thing I can fuck with think, is, is there the much crossover of men that actually get girlfriends and men that watch it's Star Wars? It's just me cleaning up. <laughs> but yeah, the Mandalorian is sick. But oh, is that got... the one with the cute little baby Yoda? Yeah, Grogu, oh, yeah. who I have a uh, animatronic mini angel of. Um, but yeah, like, but that's only good because it's got the most sweetest, adorable creatures that ever existed yeah, in the very, history very of cute. time. I'm not very into my space things. But no, that, me not neither. That green freak. Oh, I could cuddle him all night. I found it weird they're doing an acting challenge with only four people. And then I wondered if it's because they expected there to be five and did a little rewrite. Or do you think this was always what they wanted no, for the four was, people challenge? I think everything is planned from the beginning. But that means they would have... Because what you think the double I elimination think, was planned? I think the... Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think they knew at some point that they wanted a double elimination for the drama. Um, I think that from past history... They have noticed that when they do acting challenges, everyone just it gets washed over. And it's basically impossible to do a successful um, acting challenge unless there's a small amount. Speak to season two. What exactly? How many was that? Was that the final four That was as well? four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Sorry, I- <coughs> I've got some of the Ashtanga <laughs> cacao maca thingy stuck in my throat. That sounds like, in, um, you know, in um, Zoolander. <laughs> the Ashtanga maca frappiano. Um I w- would want to be the casting director. That would be a role that I would have to shoehorn. I was saying the other day, I always thought that'd be a job I would enjoy. Shoehorn my way into. Which character would you have wanted? Who would you want to be? Darth Shader. Who's that? Uh, the Ella's one, like the evil oh, one. Oh, in her... Um, Cutesy in, wig. In her <laughs> Mystic Meg wig. Um, I'm obsessed with 
crystals 10 a.m abh soft glam there were glimpses of transition shades there was inner corner highlight that leopard coat and the worn in makeup she was giving me shirley from eastenders that glam yeah (laughs) i just i cannot get over that just like you know like normally in the workroom everyone's literally just like they've rolled out of bed you're lucky if they've put a slip a slick of uh, a balm on the lip she is painted there is, I will put it up on the pod. There was one shot of her when she was like looking forward and she literally had like, she's got like six colours on the eye. God damn, bitch. And after last week and I was going, look how she's got so much more confident in herself. She don't need to wear all the bronzer. <laughs> how are you feeling in yourself? Um, so who would you want to be? Um, well, probably, I thought the Ella character was a bit shit. I feel like they did have like, two or three good lines but it for something with only four people i didn't really feel like the character any of the characters went anywhere oh i i decided before i even saw i just thought i would want to be the baddie i thought maybe c3po because it's like you can go physical comedy you could get really physical with it and give it like Real physical. Yeah. um would you like to take a seat into the lukey luck talent agency yes please i'd like to check your accents so okay. the line is you've fallen into my booby trap irish Irish accent. You've fallen into my booby trap. Irish. Uh, West Country. What is West Country? Somerset, Devon. Somerset. What's the line? Sorry, line please. You've fallen into my booby trap. You've fallen into my booby trap. (laughs) Uh, And finally, Scottish. Scottish. You've fallen into my booby trap. Booby trap. Yeah, okay. Don't call us, we'll call you. Wow. Okay, now now, uh, <laughs> let's turn it around, Lukey Luck. Um, I'd like to hear it in a New Zealand accent. <clears throat> uh, you've fallen into my booby trap. This is, you've this fallen is... into my booby trap. That was actually quite good. Thank you. Okay, fine. You've got the part. Thank you. I now need, all we've I got to it. do is put this casting couch <laughs> to some use. I thought it was so shady that Kitty wouldn't let Crystal be... One of the two out of the three roles that she wanted. So she's literally like, please don't make me be a robotic babe like I always am. And Kitty's mm. like, no, I. Can I tell you a little secret? No. There are people. In I won't the- keep it. <laughs> there are people in this life who make it easier. Two types of people in the world. I get where you're going with yeah. this. <laughs> there are two types of people. Um, no, there are people in this world who make it easier for you to not be nice to them. Kitty is not someone like that like if you were horrible to kitty everyone in the room would be like you're a bitch Mm. crystal unfortunately is someone that people don't feel like they need to be nice to and people are like egging on people to be horrible to her and fuck her up people are like and you can see in the way and it's it's something to do with her age how beautiful she is and how confident she was when she walked in and how much rue is aquaria is exactly the sort of person people don't worry about their feelings and it's and you can see that with like when not a single person was like I like what what um, Crystal was wearing. Crystal well, she doesn't had, need an, another. Crystal arguably compliment. had one of the best looks, but yeah. literally everyone was like, "Oh yeah, I like this absolute piece of dog shit unitard at the bottom of the mm. stage." Like, um, and this is just another case of it that it's like I don't need to help you, Crystal. You're probably going to win. You're 19, and you're probably going to win. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. like whereas it feels safer for her to coddle vanity for her to coddle even ella to some degree because ella did just struggle in the singing challenge when she was like i am the greatest singer she really struggles in everything that she says she's good at doesn't she (laughs) it's almost like if you go on drag race don't be like i'm fantastic at this yeah almost 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 almost. yeah very 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 strange um what about 
Kitty in that Silliwig. It was almost too painful to watch. (laughs) This is what could have been. I know. This is what we deserve. So So nasty, isn't it? And I still can't believe that. (laughs) Do you think next year someone's going to be like, I'm going to do Silliwag and then we'll get it taken away from us again? Probably. But JC. I'm going to demand, as soon as we find out who's on it for season four, who goes away, as soon as someone says, Hi, I need a wig Mm. and I need it in three weeks. I'm going to say, own, you can have half off if, it's a if you do Scylla. <laughs> yeah, I'll throw in a Scylla wig for free if you do it. Um, um, I didn't like how Kitty and Ella were kind of like sat together being like, oh, look how great. Imagine we- not being a professional performer. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. imagine if you used all this um, unqualified. Vitriol. <laughs> but just like maybe if you think the other two are going to be shit, maybe coach them if you're so good at it so the whole team does better as a whole, like rather than just sitting in the corner being like, <laughs> we're so good, they're going to be so shit. What's funny though is, we'll get to this obviously in the filming section, but like I really thought everyone was at the same level. I didn't think anyone did better than anyone else. Everyone's, no. Everyone struggled in some small minute area and then other everyone else also really delivered. Yeah, so, I've actually, that's reminded me of something I got a little bit hot about in the deliberations and we will also get, get to we'll that. We'll get there, we'll get there. Um, but can I actually talk about something serious? You haven't got to ask, Barney. It's your <sighs> pod. You can say what you want. I am actually really, I find it really upsetting to see that someone with dyslexia is not actually supported properly. That is a legal enforcement in workplaces. And remember that this is a workplace. Mm. Like the, they are. It's literally the workroom. Exactly. And it was just so strange that not only in the deliberation and critique later on, but also when it was actually happening. I don't know, maybe behind the scenes there was, but like, if someone had a physical impingement... They'd get sent home. Or, do do you know what I mean? Like, if someone had like a broken hand and they had to do, they had to, their part of their challenge was just to be picking things up, they would be like, let's talk this through and let's see how we can help you. And she was like, I've got dyslexia and, and like the main bulk of it is learning lines and committing them to memory. And it's like, that's a learning difficulty. And it does, it was just so skipped over. And also because Crystal's someone that's like, I'm not going to make excuses. Best believe if that was me, I would be like, where is my coach? Like <laughs> Michelle Visage, sit down with me. Gonna like need I need flashcards. Yeah. Like it just, it, I, I just really hated it. It was just kind of like glossed over as if it like wasn't, it's like, oh, deal with that yourself. It's not really very important. As if she just like broken a heel or something. It's mm. like, no, this is like really gonna like, make this challenge really fucking difficult for her my loving partner at home uh can you call it partner because it sounds more queer that's what i did just say yeah but just now no more boyfriends unless deeper voice sure a boyfriend um he has dyslexia and he showed me this website once that shows you what it's like yeah to look at words and it's like literally like the front and like the first and last letters will just be like constantly like switching place and Mm. then like middle letters will be jumping around and like it's a fucking nightmare so yeah it just—it was just strange. But let's head into the filming. Um, first of all, do not step in that room and bring up the Marshall in front of Shelley Visage <laughs> because the first thing they did be like, "Oh yeah, not like that commercial." It's like we're trying Too to forget. Yeah, yeah, we're trying to forget, girls. Like bad choice. But shout out to Crystal in that faithful gold bodysuit from the Rihanna Rude Boy video that I rocked until the wheels fell off. <laughs> Didn't you? Yeah. At one point, all of the gold on the bum. Had just like completely worn off, so he just had a silver bum. Do you remember? That's not um, true. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it is. Did Between you have a the silver th- one? No. No, yet yeah, 100% it was that the gold was like rubbed off. It rubbed off between my thighs because I got friction there. Oh, sorry. Thick thighs that save do- lives. I mean, sorry, wrong place, but Thank right. You. Right story. Um, 
were they given these costumes or did they have to bring a space costume? Because I refuse to believe that Crystal would have been like, oh, this um, eleven ninety nine unitard off eBay. Yeah, I'll wear that on. Like, I feel like they must have just been told to bring space stuff. They were some because ragtag then they, like, outfits. Re- Otherwise, then like the whole casting thing's a waste of time unless that was completely just made up and it's like, we know who you're going to be because we've told you. But then you can't just tell every... We don't know who's going to be in the top four, so you mm. can't tell everyone to bring stuff. Maybe they just had a lovely little um, bric-a-brac. Dress. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe a bit of leftovers, charity shop Sue. Um, mm. But yeah, I just refused... I was looking at the costumes being like, I don't think... None of these read as having any sort of stylistic choice that would have been made by like Crystal, for example. Mm. What she was in, I was like, there's no way that you would have chosen this. And also that Ella later on was like, I've never felt uglier in what I had to wear. Mm. So... I mean, but I we've don't seen know. you in that wig earlier on. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do own that wig in several different colours. Um, yet more Chicago Bob wigs on the whole cast. The epidemic continues. I was wondering whether they. Do you think the wigs are provided? You know, like uh, sometimes there'll be like a wigs provided by wigs and Grace. rockstar wigs. Yeah, maybe this is like a Ray wigs or like a cosplay thing that I've just given them. Like, oh, hello, a Chicago Bob wardrobe in every single character. But then, God, if you don't even get the shout out for it, yeah, strange. But I just I refuse to believe that in this day and age, all of them packed up their little Roxy number and yeah. went on with it. Bizarre. Believe me, this is the hill that I will die on. We we can't see any more Chicago Bob wigs on TV. I can't do it. It is keep them for the hen parties. Please. Please. Um the way Michelle Visage was like, all you had to do was paint your face blue. First of all, bitch. Do you even understand how long it takes to paint a face? Because I don't believe she does. But she was fully glittered. There was light, there was shade, there was dimension. I thought that was a real read. Yeah, she, she had really like, nice, like glittery black contours. Yeah, I thought stuff. she looked fantastic and her face was really well done. And I just thought that was like I would feel really disheartened if that was the first thing that I heard. Be mm. like, Oh, like oh, you just like threw a bit of face paint on and now you're here. It's like, no, I've taken ages doing this face. She oh, had... I've just remembered something from earlier on as well. You know, oh. when they were doing in the casting yeah. and Crystal was doing her Yoda voice, like, oh, like thingy from the in-betweeners. Yeah. And they all laughed at her. That was actually a lot more accurate Yoda voice than whatever Vanity Yeah, but did. remember that everyone is queer in this programme and no one... Uh, they probably don't even know who Yoda is. Why did they put him on the show then? I don't know. It, that's what I'm saying. The crossover does not work, honey. Also, all the fucking gay uh, star... What, what do they call them? Trekkies. Oh, no, that's Star Trek. Mm. What Star Wars people? I'm sure there's a name. No idea. The Warsies. Um, but then it wasn't even fully from that because... Barbarella isn't from Star Wars. No. Just lots of lots of varied space references that didn't make they had to throw something in that the that the dolls would understand. The fact that anyone laughed at C three P Ho when that's like the oldest joke Duke. Duke. in like the book was mental to me as well. But sidebar from my dyslexic partner, yeah. uh, they said that um the way that Michelle dealt with Crystal was actually very helpful. Just like slow down, take a break. Like, Do you know what? I thought you know, I'm not always, not always a... Uh, pro-visage. Fi- well, I'm always pro-visage, but I'm not always fighting on her side because I think sometimes she's difficult. But I really thought that that was a nice moment that she was... Like, but again, it kind of heated me up because I was like, I don't think they would have done that for Vanity. I don't think they would have... Like, the fact it was... The fact it was Crystal, I felt like that was a really touching moment that she was like, you know how to do this? Relax. And it's like, quite often she just sits back and she's like, you're fucking this up. This well, I felt bad. like maybe she was in on the fact that Crystal oh, I has dyslexia. Because so. I, so. I felt like the way she was with it was maybe like maybe one of her kids has got it, so she kind of like knows yeah. how to deal with it kind of thing. Um, Ella's wig was given, 
I was walking across the reception at work when I slipped. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. We'll put a picture of her up on the pod. Um, that, the warehouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That old Mary Ann with the Courtney Cox bangs. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Um, we'll put a picture of her up on the pod. I love her. She, uh, I slipped dangerously, injuring my leg. Uh, straight away, Ella was crumbling, which was very strange, wasn't it? Like one line in and she was just spiralling out of control. She's like, oh, fuck, shit, shit, bollocks. It was like a, an advert for better health. Yeah. Like, calm down, girl. Like, but it's like um, you don't even seem to react professionally to you. Wow, you're not questioning doing... her professionally. I guess I am, yeah. yeah. Although, what's her name from Strictly said she was very professional. Oh, Oti Mabusi. Oh, no, she said um, Veronica was very professional, yeah. so I take it back. Um, Veronica prides herself on being professional, mm. even when she appears in that green wig later on. <laughs> um, she, I don't know, I was just so, I've been continually surprised by Ella's, she, she must, I, I think she's probably someone that self-sabotages a bit. Because obviously she went in and she was like, oh, this is like with the singing. This is what I do. Let me show them. Didn't do as well as she hoped and then spiralled, spiralled out mm. of control. And I thought exactly the same thing was going to happen with the acting. That she was like, this is what I do for a day job. Don't believe me, just watch. And then was just swearing, losing her mind. Couldn't deal with it. And I thought, oh my God, are we going to get a bad... Is she going to be the worst in the thing? It was like, fuck. Like- well, that's like opposite... Um- self-saboteur because normally people are like I can't do this thing that they can do but TKB. she's like being like I can do this but then <laughs> turns out you can't yeah. um very 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 cute but then the dolls re-enter the workroom on elimination day and they're putting the final touches to their looks and just uh having a chit chat hearing someone say fucking faggots unbelieved on the beeb Maybe there is a place for us on the BBC honey I guess they really open up for the, the conversations where does uh, Ella live Dagenham the beast, the drag beast from Dagenham East or something, which would really have you believe. I really, she really made it sound like she lived in sort of like deep Surrey or somewhere. <laughs> yeah, like which Dagenham. is kind of like oh yes, kind of like the people in my area. Like, Dagenham <laughs> yeah. East, that's like even more East End than bloody Scarlet. I mean, Harlow. I do get it. There is obviously places in London that um, maybe if she lives in like a very residential area, mm. um, but some of them bits of Essex are a bit more rough and ready. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's not, you would think that somewhere that was so well connected to London would probably be a bit more liberal and a bit more understanding of, I don't know how uh, <laughs> how deep the drag scene is in Dagenham. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just really hard to hear. I don't know, as someone that like, as a queer person that's like always lived in queer areas, like you can't live in Dalston and be like, and you can't swing a dick for like a queer person every single place that you look. So it's just like I've never, I've never had to live somewhere. I suppose when I first moved to London, I lived in Tottenham, but I lived with queer people then. Mm. So it's like I've never had to live somewhere where I um, would experience that being like freaking out, like leaving the house, like mm. crazy. So that's isn't that's you talking about that when she's up in it. Like, have you ever had to yeah, like, walk even- the streets in full drag? Um. I mean, yeah, like, not like, not like female illusion drag, but like, yeah, like on nights out and stuff, I've been like in paint and whatever, but like, it's not. Like on your own traveling somewhere. Well, no, that's what I was just about to say. I, whenever, I would never be traveling on my own. Mm. Apart from to like a job, maybe that then I'd be in an Uber, but then I'm like sunglasses on going. Do you know what I mean? Like Mm. it's not, but that, that's the part that I find weird, like traveling by yourself. But then I suppose to a, to a gig, maybe you're just going to the bar and back. But. Well, yeah, that's what I would assume. Like people like, um, oh God, what's her name? Alexis Michelle, Subway Fish. Sub- I People that travel in full full drag, like on public transport, 
mental. Yeah. Absolutely I even hate mental. it when I have to, today's a shoot day, for example, listeners. So I have to come in all my, oh, my draggy behind makeup. the curtain. But yeah, like even as a woman, I just like, you just don't want people staring at you. I've just always, thank God for face masks. Mm. Love you, COVID. Because it means now with my giant sunglasses and my face mask, you basically can't tell that yeah. I've tarted up under here. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I wouldn't be like on the tube being like, oh my God, like I'm, I'm scared. I wouldn't feel like fear from doing it. It would be the stares and the people wanting to talk to you. Mm. It's like, it's the sort of um, the intrigue that it would create that is why I wouldn't do it. Yeah, turning I don't you think, into like an animal at the zoo. I don't think when I've ever been in pain at all, I've ever not gone in a cab to anywhere. Like, even if I'm in like a, a stage beat as a boy, like, I don't know, not for me. But um, it's so uncomfortable that the two extremes for drag queens are like, hi, I'm threatening your life and violence. Or it's like, I'm trying to put my hand up your ass. Like, yeah. that they're like the two extremes. And it's like, it's so dehumanising that these girls have to be like, oh, yeah. Like, and I mean, we have seen it. We've like, it, I, I hate to be calling out the heteros on the pod. <laughs> I Do hate. You? I hate. <laughs> I love it. Um, but... Girls at brunch, demons, Mm. demons, the grabbers. Um, Seen it myself. And actually, please, gay, white gay men can be absolutely fucking terrible as well. Um, Can be. Yeah. And often (laughs) are right in front of your eyes. Um, But they can also be, have absolutely zero boundaries for, um, but I would argue that the optics of, if they are a, an assigned male at birth drag queen with another man, being sexually inappropriate that's a bit of a different optic i don't know actually that's not true um i'm talking rubbish but should we take a should we take a break have you got anything else to say um i was just gonna say like having to like do burlesque and sometimes when you have to like walk through the crowd people would try and like grab you up or like Mm. even like from the floor like when you're like walking on stage try and kind of like grab your leg or Mm. like pop your balloons or whatever just fuck off when we did um our show at the Grand and we had to go through the crowd I noticed that so much more that like people like pinching my ass mm. and like just like there's when when I th- I think for the normies for the civilians I think that they think because you're putting yourself on stage and that you're positioning yourself as someone to be looked at that you're also positioning yourself to be someone to be touched which well, is yeah, you, so they've fucking paid bizarre. their money they want to experience yeah but it's not the fucking Roman like we're not uh, the gladiators like it's just so bizarre. I don't think that, even then they were allowed to touch the gladiators. I imagine they were allowed to have a little <laughs> cop a little feel. But it's just so bizarre that you would think that that extends to like physical touch. That to me is fucking nuts. Mm. Um, and especially as well for women. Like that's a, that's a whole nother barrier that you should just not be crossing. Yeah, you should know what it feels like yeah. to be grabbed up when you don't want it. Although that did make me feel sick. And I thought, oh God, I did grab taste the other week. At- <laughs> But firstly, you didn't grab taste. That was that was. Don't don't be putting that out into the world. Well, I've already told him. Then also, I was going to follow it up with. But a, she was not performing. B, I felt like she recognised me who it was when I was doing it. And C, it was like a hand on the shoulder. I was going to say it's very different to like get someone's attention and be like, "Hey, girl," rather than like they're talking about like as you have seen when someone's up on stage and people are putting their fingers underneath their leotards yeah. and stuff. Yeah. That is extra gross as well. Like. Maybe I can kind of get like I I saw Charlotte Church on Old Compton Street and I slapped her bum. So, what? Yeah. Oh wow! You heard it here first, guys. The, she's this the very locus the two, of sexual this is harassment. This in the two thousands. Anything went back in them days. <laughs> For Charlotte Church, the voice of an angel. This poor. I imagine what twelve years old at the time. No, she was out are. drinking. But what? Anyway, she was what out I'm drinking at thirteen, say, fourteen. 
a slap on the ass is one thing, but then like to try and like want to like get underneath their costumes, yeah. like into their actual skin. We hear about it all the time, don't you? With like artists when they're like, oh, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Adore. That she was like, I love to um, crowd surf, but Mm. I can't crowd surf anymore. Because when I do, people try and pull my dick out. Yeah. And she's like, I'm tucked or whatever. And like, people like try and like put their fingers in my ass and stuff when I'm crowd surfing. It's like, you fucking Drag Race fans are mental. Absolutely mental. But, But, uh, actually, I was going to say, maybe she brings it on herself by saying that she loves to fuck the fans. (laughs) Do you understand the sort of energy that I have to work with on a day-to-day basis? Victim blaming. I'm just saying... Maybe don't say you love to fuck your fans. She's allowed to fuck as many fans as she wants. It doesn't mean that the fans that she doesn't want to fuck are allowed she to finger her butthole. She has embroiled herself in a verbal contract <laughs> with her fans that says, I am... Everyone thinks that they've got a chance. I'm a bit of meat. <laughs> Slap me around as and nasty. when. Nasty. You're nasty. Right. Let's have a break, honey. Oh, I need a wee. Okay. Drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> Please welcome back to the stage. She is the most confused drag queen in the UK. I don't know. (laughs) Oh my God. And I thought mine was bad. (laughs) But, and introducing to the stage, it's Chrissy Kissmas. Oh. (laughs) Oh, I just hit my head on the wall cracking up like that. These are getting worse and worse every week. I literally forget about it until like then. Who the fuck invented Kissy Christmas? It is so weird and so that, strange. Um, Kissy Christmas. That one that thinks she's Venus Delight. She didn't invent it. It's like a th- I knew it before her. Oh. Kissy Christmas is a thing. Like oh, people I'd never say, heard like, of Kissy it Christmas. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, is it and- like Holly Bobs? Oh God, I hate Holly Bobs so much. Um, and then we see RuPaul, who is demonstrating how expensive looking can you look with just a piece of fabric wrapped around you the audacity of the hypocrisy i the, cannot there's just no way that that was as oldy i refuse to believe really More like it, didn't even, it, didn't, <laughs> it didn't even fit her body really giving you drag on a dime wasn't uh, you? absolutely unbelievable it looked awful but face and hair lovely well also of course she's got masters masters of their craft doing it Crasters. really really chiseling away week after week um michelle visage and her marvelous miss mazel drag have you ever seen that of course not no oh it's 50s I've that's seen all the, you need to I've know i've seen the adverts for it yeah and yeah just like some lame joke but it's got oh yeah whatever <laughs> <laughs> and russell tovey who is living proof that the gays will thirst over any white man that has just been near a dumbbell i just thought what why is russell thingy a judge is he even queer yeah, he's 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 a perf, but he's on the main stage in a fleece. He is truly the Ed Sheeran of judges, isn't he? Like, oh, what you you couldn't even put a nice button-up shirt on, like a fleece. They're very fashionable currently. No, not the fleece that he was wearing. <laughs> like, better or worse than Megan Trainer's Kigu? Worse, worse. Cause Meg, yeah, because Megan Trainer at least had a, like a beat on. I, mean, I thought it was fun. I like <laughs> the beat. Like, at least she was like. Even though what she was wearing was stupid. And also, wasn't it Miley in the Kigu? Or did she also wear something terrible? Or has she never been on it? Miley's been on it when she was in drag, pretending to be one of the crew. But then she wasn't yes. in oh, the Kigu. Oh, do you know what? It was in. It was when she did that video of her singing with Ariana Grande that they were both in Kigus. Oh, thank God we've managed to pack up the life of Kigus. Oh, I've still got about four at home, including oh, my custom do, hammerhead you? shark. Love them. Oh. I actually do quite like them, just like not in the world of like I'm supposed to be dressed up, like as, oh, as, no. as a pajama. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I just like the whole outfit. I don't subscribe to the idea that you like need to be formally dressed up on telly. It's just the whole Tovey vibe. It ain't for me. No, it ain't for me either. I did enjoy Jabba the Slut though as an option. That would have been who I would have, if he was an option, that's who I would have wanted to be. And Princess, hey, I was like, please stop it. Yeah. It was like he is. It's like he's cosplaying as a queer person, and he'd got some. He'd got a girl that has a gay friend, not even a gay friend. Like she goes to community college with someone that is gay in her class, mm. and she had written jokes for him to say for her straight boyfriend to be like, "Oh my god!" And then say like, "Hey, like oh," and then do this wrist, and like it was so. What do gay horses eat? N- ah, what? Hey, hey. Uh, like, I did used to rinse I mean? that one out though. Of to course be. you did, but you're basic as they come. Mm. Um, and then for our runway theme, we have scene stealers, which I actually thought was incredibly like an exciting uh, runway. It took me once. a while to work out what it meant. Just because you're an idiot. Well, I didn't really know. Well, I still don't fully know what it means. Is it just someone, someone from a scenes? film or is it like an iconic, like opening look kind of thing? That's what well, I went with. I would like to see what they had written down on their costumes list, but I would read it as the scene stealer is like maybe not the protagonist of whatever it is, but someone in a, in a show, in TV or something, a character that steals it for you that you're like, but oh, with the so- fashions. Would I mean I, I don't think it matters, but if you're presenting a runway, you would hope there was the fashions. I've based it off of kind of like iconic first appearances that you see people. That's so I've got not two what was options. Asked. Well, they stole the scene. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. But it doesn't have to be the first appearance. I just think it's someone. But that's that... how I have interpreted it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So who would you have done? Um, I had lots of many thoughts. Um, we are getting to the point now that there so many queer references have been done, overdone, overused, done badly. It's like it's actually really fucking difficult to find characters that are widely known so that you don't come down and you'd be like, hi, I'm uh, like I'm Greta from this like film, this Swedish art house film, and everyone's like, No, I don't get it, I don't like it. Or just things that are too bait going on and doing Gemma Collins. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's really fucking difficult now to do good references mm. i think um i my i had two thoughts heavily inspired by my recent film watching um my first thought that i think i would probably do is the martian girl from mars attacks but i think i've said that before no at least twice yeah really it's just because i'm i would it is a look that i actually want to do hooped skirt maybe roller skates underneath so you can glide around um but because i thought that maybe i'd said that before i would also like to do as i spoke with you before ruby rod from fifth element in like the big leopard print um jpg like suit thing the blonde uh wig and like a microphone because mm. he is the literal definition of a scene stealer and he's in drag basically yeah obviously minus the uh tonal change Sure, sure, yeah. sure. And would you do it? Would you do like a feminized version, or yeah, just yeah, yeah, up, yeah, 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 like a like mini skirt suit? No, I'd probably still do like a flared pantsuit because it's like the whole thing of it is like the silhouette is so extreme. But I would, I like obviously, and I wouldn't do like uh, textured hair and stuff. But I'd, I'd make like a draggy version of it. Mm. What about you? So it also got two. First off, Cameron Diaz's entrance into the bank from the mask. Ah! dress red dress legs up to your asshole so like boring, blonde wet hair but obviously you'd have to make it a draggy version yeah or sam hayekin from dust to dawn with the snake and the hips and just the sex mm. they were my two it's not up for debate it's not i'm not debating it i'm just uh i think you've clung, clung too closely to the 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 uh, first appearance but that's just 
that's when I think of Sting. Sassé moi, honey. That's what I want. Fuck off. You've got your own played out, same old, same old references that you can't move away from. Did you see Charity's Marge? I did not. Oh my God, it was so sick. She's like Marge covered in tattoos. Like, she had, like, and she's got like a jacket on that says like MILF and stuff. It's so good. Again, that sounds good. Although as what? soon as you said Marge, it's like, I feel like I've seen about 20 people do Marge this like Halloween. year Halloween. Yeah, 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 yeah same. But remember that she would have done it so long ago. That yeah. she, she was always ahead of the curve, wasn't oh, she? Oh, of course, yeah. And also it's not just Marge. It's yeah. not just like a shitty Marge. Also the way that she's um, she's done these like hip panniers so that like it's like a sort of like Mugler-esque silhouette where like she goes in like really tiny at the waist and then she goes straight out in the hip. Mm. And it's just all, oh, the proportions of it are lovely. The face is like yellow, but absolutely fucking gorgeous. Like glam face. What's the hair? Uh, huge blue Marge hair. straight up yeah but like fucking huge i don't know who did it i imagine it's probably an arts and craft project from her Mm. because there must be something in it it's fucking great and i'm just so gutted that we didn't see it on the runway but love you charity (laughs) um but let's move on to the gals i guess um first up we have crystal versace serving cruella de vil a look that we have often discussed saying that we would love to do a fantastic take on cruella what were your thoughts Gorgeous. Yeah, Cruella is such a sick choice for literally any time you need to choose anything ever. Um, <laughs> the body, the face, the green, the red, nine truffles. Nine. Okay. Mm. I thought it was simple and it was an elegant take on it, um, but it wasn't really opulent enough for me. I think if if you're doing Cruella de Vil in terms of the Disney Cruella, fine. But the Glen Close Cruella it was like it were the dress was just too simple and then the fur I would have liked she her she's an avant-garde designer and it's like the silhouettes are I know it was based on it but like they are covered in feathers like it is so embellished they're so the silhouettes are so extreme it just wasn't giving as it wasn't going as hard as I would love it to Mm. but so elegant so refined and as we've come to see from her she likes simple she doesn't go too like fussy. fussy yeah so i gave it eight i thought it was absolutely fucking gorgeous um next up we have end of a day serving umpa lumpa you're waiting for me i'm looking at you you're looking at me um i thought it was a good lady version of an umpa lumpa okay. but just unfortunately the color of the hair makes me want to throw up in my own mouth and Florencia. just like Oompa Loompa isn't a fantasy in any it's way not, for is me. It? No, me neither. Um, and the my my first gripe of many was that the bodysuit didn't fit. Like when she turned to the side and she put her arms out, it was so baggy on her arms, mm. which I just thought an orange bodysuit. You would wouldn't have you just had it made to fit your body? Well, surely it's lycra. Yeah, just like lay down on the floor and have someone draw around you. Um, and the orange of her face was a different orange to the bodysuit, yeah. which I just thought it's like it was such a simple look. It was essentially an orange bodysuit with a couple of bits over the top of it that it just didn't hit for me. I didn't. I didn't. I. Didn't, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't for me. I although I said that I still gave it a seven because I thought seven. It's, uh, you've filled the the brief, fine. Okay. Um, I give it a five. Um, next up we have Vanity Milan serving Halle Berry in Baps. First of all, have you seen Baps? I have not, no. Such, if you have You know I haven't, so I feel like you're just trying to ask me on the pod to try and call me out. Who felt called out by that, me asking you if you've seen it? Um, have you watched the iconic black film, (laughs) Baps? 
Wow. I ain't watched no films though, so. Um, I absolutely fucking loved it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was, um, even though, look, look, maybe range in the colour spectrum isn't something that she possesses. Sure. Has she been on the uh, runway five times wearing orange? Yes, she has. Um, but it was just, again, this is what I was talking about, about like, it all comes down to personal taste, that she gave me presentation, she gave me character, I liked it, and that instantly engages me much more, even if like the look isn't that, fantastic which it wasn't that fantastic but had an interesting wig the outfit was a bit more interesting and she was selling it to me so that's just instantly more interesting to me i just thought it was a shame that we saw well utica wore it but simone's one was such a higher level um like the way it was made and stuff the look and the hair and in terms of the presentation i felt like she was just really giving vanity rather than walking into a character um but i still gave it seven yeah, I give it um, seven also. And I just liked it. I just thought it was, it wasn't, like I said, it, she went reinventing the wheel, but she sold what needed to be sold. Sure. Um, next up, we have KSC, Lady Scott Claus. Obviously, your favourite film is Titanic. Obviously. <laughs> like That is just the Kitty Scott Claus in a nugget. Just like, I love pop. I love Titanic. Um, I love Titanic. Rose DeWitt Bacator as a character choice. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I know Titanic gay, so. Yeah. <laughs> How can you not? I was obsessed with Titanic. When I say obsessed, yeah, I mean you and Kate, fucking are the obsessed same. with Titanic when I was younger. I even got my very, I'm sure I've said this on the pod before, my very kind and understanding dad to print out like sort of maybe like 30 to 40 different photos of Leonardo DiCaprio. I like emailed them to him at his graphic design firm and was like, hi, can you print these out in high resolution, high colour so I can stick them out on my wall? And he did. He does work at a printing company, so it wasn't that hard. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't work at a printing company, but... Uh, <laughs> he owns a printing company. Not a, a graphic design firm. But yeah, they very, print. They print very, our no, flyers. You have, to, you have to send it to... He has to send it to a printer. They don't print. Fine. Um... It was so such a bang on reference and it was the reveal completely unnecessary, but I ate it up like gruel. Loved the story of it. I just thought... Ate it up like gruel. That makes me think that you didn't actually enjoy eating it up. It was something forced. Oh, no. It's like, even though the... Oh, no, that is true. Maybe that is a terrible fragrance to use. Like, I fragrance? Ate, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Term, the snugs turned us crazy. Uh, we got two heaters on. I know we are roasting in here. We're gonna have to take some layers off. Um, it was. I just thought it was all fucking bang on. Like whether you know, th- I mean, you'd have to be a dummy to not know the character. Whether you know the character or not, it's like she, from the moment like she turned up with the hat, then she came forward. She was selling the outfit, and then when she came with the necklace and threw it off and stuff, it was just like this is all working for me. I loved it. Um, I gave it a seven. I'm not really a fan The same as Ella. Yeah. It was just like something from a film that I don't relate to. It looks like it. Congratulations. You don't, you don't relate to the feminine struggle of being trapped in a marriage and being trapped um, by the weight of expectations as a young woman. Struggling with whether to let the man I've newly loved drown in the ice cold water or not. 
Yeah, whether to be ass fucked by Leonardo DiCaprio in a carriage or... Why is it ass fucked Always to the ass with you lot, isn't it? <laughs> it She's is got a perfectly it. fine wet vagina that she likes to get pounded. It is you don't know that the ass ain't wet either. Ugh, gross. They weren't douching back then. Wow. Look how quickly you bottom shame on this mm. pod. Um... She, yeah, she could either get pounded by Leo, Di- by like a 19 year old Leo DiCaprio with curtains, or by fucking Billy Zane, who is so fit. Billy Zane. Yeah, Billy Zane's fun. Yeah, fun. <laughs> Sure, Listen fun. to your friend Billy Zane. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, he's so fit in Zoolander as well, mm. and in The Mummy. Yeah. Just fit all round. Should we pivot into a Billy Zane appreciation pod? Because I'd be down for that. And dissect all of his films and then find his online nudes. Um, but yeah, he just an absolutely, I thought it was great. I'm sorry. What did you give it? Seven. Seven. I gave it an eight. Um, and I just liked the presentation. Uh, tell, talk to me about your zinger and your minger, honey. Me zinger has got to be Cruella de Vil. I literally wrote, it has to be Crystal's gorgeous Cruella. <laughs> it was- Showstopper is what I wrote. Yeah, gorgeous. It was a showstopper. The uh, light, light fanning of the front was sensational. Also, did you clock the double French roll with the black and the white I at the back? Know. Oh, it was heaven. It was sublime. Um, and I was going to tell you who that was by. And now I can't remember. It was by... Oh, TikTok. If only we had that sound. I can't remember, but I will look as we're talking. Talk to me about your... Ouch. Talk to me about your minger. My minger was that god awful green oh my god me too monstrosity and i feel bad because you know who it's by but um it's more the color than yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that's what i was gonna say and the style is the literal style of their hair so that's neither here nor there i mean nor the like, like that's no one's fault that the wig is ugly but the fact is the wig is ugly <laughs> the zits were stoned um and let me tell you the wig is by wigs and grace oh wow but part of me believes that <clears throat> Better than a lot of their Yeah, stuff. I was going to say, part of me believes that actually she bought the wig from Wigs and Grace and styled it herself. But then I believed that she would say, face by Dr. Motox. And the outfit, actually, for Crystal was made by Dee Delicious, her drag sister. So that's nice. Imagine if uh, one of us went on Drag Race and he was like, oh, I'm, making an, I'm wearing an outfit by, by my friend. I hope you'd like to be wearing four-way stretch fabric and it is just a tube dress yep. <laughs> otherwise i cannot help you um but yeah i'm unfortunately mine was ella's too and it's just do you know what the only thing that's going to make a green wig look worse for me is pairing it with orange skin yeah it was not the fantasy um should we talk about bra wars yes i like i've said before i thought they all did quite well i thought it all fell on quite a similar level and they did what needed to be done with what they were given yeah, it's only so much you can blame the girls when, like, all they've got to do is read a terrible script. Like, you can't turn fucking wine into water. Exactly. <laughs> water and, into wine, but, sure. But, but weirdly, I didn't actually think the script... We've had some real fucking doozies. But I thought Beast Enders and this one was actually all right. It I did not terrible. even get a quiver of a smile during the whole no, thing. of course. But, but I was laughing really at Beastenders. Oh, were you? Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Um, I didn't think that the level of commitment and acting was comparable to what they were giving in Beastenders. Mm. But I also didn't think the script... You know, sometimes, like, do you remember, like, the drag Dragconda script? And it was literally mm. like, oh, my God, this is so bad. Like, it wasn't awful. It just wasn't great. Mm. Oh, it wouldn't be a TV show that you're watching. No. But, um... 
Um, I thought that Crystal's movement, from what I know of C-3PO, was pretty good. The kind of jerky, bobbly head thing. Mm. Uh, Cannot confirm. That's the only thing I've written about the whole thing. Why does Ella even own that wig was another thought I had. I refuse. This is the hill that I will die on. They're not their wigs. Although maybe it's her... Uh, Mystic Meg wig because mm. that was exactly the same. Yeah. Um, it, it was the little Courtney Cox bang that was throwing me off. Like, why so short, bruh? And it looked like it wasn't even secured on, like it kept trying to like fall yeah, back. Yeah, 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 yeah. She needs one of those um, silicone wig bands now available on travelpigwigs.co.uk. Don't be shouting them out because we've only got two left. <laughs> they, we unfortunately went viral on TikTok and sold out of all of our silicone headbands. But you can get on that overnight. waiting list, Hans. <laughs> um, I also as well, what, what I found very confusing was that the yeah sorry the reason why I, I refuse to believe that they are their wigs is because crystal would not own that bob wig no so it can't be that i think they were given elements of the costume i think they were given all of it and mm. sort of like here's a sort of bunch of space shit you can yeah, mix yeah, and yeah, match. Yeah, yeah because none of it was that specific apart from the c3 behind but that wasn't even like giving you sort of real robot it was just gold mm. um so yeah but that's all i really have to say about brad was nothing else interesting i also just thought that graham's outfit made me want to be sick it was like an assault on the senses it was, it was like there was no safe place to let your eyes rest disgusting he, hideous there is a certain subspecies of gay men who are like do you know what sure i've got no style Sure, I don't understand anything about fashion or clothes. But what will really mask that is if I just wear very bright damask suits. It wasn't damask. Damask, no. It was fucking babies. It was a baby print on the shirt and the blazer. I actually... Like photos of babies. I've actually blurred it out of my brain. But like... So gross. That's in the same wheelhouse of just like bright, wacky prints. And it's like... Honey, just get yourself a nice navy blue and call it a day. Um, oh, Jesus. Gross. Also, I am one of them men. I have also owned a baby. A baby suit? Yeah. Is, he, is he a father? Graham Norton. He's they a don't let them lot have them, do they? Wow. <laughs> um, and then I guess we move over to the critiques, which again, to not address that Crystal has a learning difficulty, which limits her ability to perform like the others in the critique. Could someone not have been like, do you know what you did? Like, I'm really proud of you for how well you did considering your dyslexia. Because best believe if someone had turned their ankle, you would never hear the end of it. If Crystal, like, I don't know. Do you not? Well, yeah. And I thought it was weird as well that it was like Ella struggled so much and they showed us that. But then it was hardly spoken about. Mm. But Crystal's was, but it wasn't mentioned that the reason she couldn't remember it is because she's got dyslexia. Yeah, that whole thing seemed, it was like last time that um, Ella didn't do well and then it turned out fine in the edit. She got away with it as well. Like these things aren't being fed to RuPaul, who actually I really enjoyed her look to camera when she said about the mediocre script. She looked like dead to camera. That was very good. That was very good. It was like someone's getting fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the pan uh, the Pandora th- box thing all over again, which we're gonna have to think of a more sort of conceptual name for the Pandora box. The Pandora box curse is that for me personally, as someone that does a podcast talking about drag, and I don't want to say critiquing because we're not at a level of um, it, it's commenting on commentary. Um, before all else, we're cultural commentators. Um, when someone's drag character and styling choices are the complete polar opposite of your personal taste, sometimes each week it just feels like one... It just feels like I'm getting the same thing over and over again that feels very one note um, because it's never what I would choose. And that's what I feel like with Ella, that like 
I respect her, respect that she's a p- professional performer and that the choices that she makes, she likes. But I feel like I have some, I like, it just, I, I never really have anything to say because it's just, li- it is literally the opposite of what I would do. Mm. So it's like, I don't really have that much useful critique on her. And I just, that kind of hit me with this thing that I was like, do you know what? Like this, this what she's wearing now, the way that she acts and the way that she, her character, her drag character and stuff, for some, I imagine for other people, they're like, it's exactly what I love. It hits the nail on the head of what I like in drag. But because it's the opposite for me, it's just like, I don't really, have I given one useful critique on her drag this whole We don't critique season? Barney, we comment. Comment. Have, but have I given <laughs> one useful comment or is it just sort of I don't think like, you've I given any useful comment since we've started I don't podcasting. Think yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not what you're here for. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's kind of the Pandora box thing that it's just like each week I'm like, I, this is not for me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's never for me. Um, but that's not to say that my my choice, neither of our choices are any better than anyone else's choices that they make. It's just, unfortunately, you've plugged in to listen to an hour of us moaning about literally everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, all of the critique was really positive this week, which I really liked. I know. Just working towards the end when they can't be horrible to the girlies yeah. anymore. Well, I just thought that it's like, I didn't want to hear them be horrible to Vanity. I didn't want to hear them be horrible to anyone. And it would have been Vanity that would have got it if it was anyone. But I thought that for whatever reason, and I say for whatever reason, you know exactly what fucking reason is coming, that they, um, oh, I've got a hiccup Nindy there. Pops. Yeah. Um, they obviously just have decided at this point that... Um, they can see how they need the next two weeks to map out, two, three weeks or whatever. And that they're like, do you know what? Let's just be really nice to them and get the two tops to just have a have a gay old time. Mm. Very strange. Um, but can I say something? Kitty Scott Claus, I did, when she came back onto the stage, I did look at her and think, that hat needs a bit more structure. It looks like one of them sort of umbrella hats that uh, golf dads wear you know what I'm talking about like the ones yeah. that just spoke then when I was looking at then when I was just like looking at as she was talking I was a bit like it's like when she like nods her head like the whole thing is like flapping like it's made out of like cellophane mm. um, but she is the queen of the reference it is constant I'm so glad that um, what's his name is him of the ears Russell Tovey um, that he picked up on that reference and was like, oh, is that reference? Because none of the other judges do. And that's like what we were talking about. This. Like, what was it though? Gavin, Gavin and Stacey. And Stacey. Um, but it's so important to have British people that understand British humour because even like Graham Norton, for example, he works on TV. He ain't switching on the TV all the time. Like you need some, you need different people that have an understanding of, they're missing out on so much of Kitty's um, humour, which the audience will not like, the audience will be picking up on it all. But it's like Rue and Michelle like don't understand any of it. Mm. So they would do better to diversify. <coughs> I think get rid of Michelle and diversify the judges um, for the British humour, personally. Um, but then we head into an Untucked, I guess. And isn't it sad to see Crystal defeated like this? Mm. That was, I didn't, I didn't, I mean, justifiable. Two weeks in a row now she's coming with a stank face. Yeah, and it's sad, isn't it? Because I really thought from the beginning, I was like, well, she's going to win. Yeah. Like, it's 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 ridden in the stars. And I feel like Vanity is constantly fighting to have to prove herself. Well, stop being in the bottom then. <laughs> I mean, you got, it you it got me, girl. <laughs> um, I really hate the thing of girls who know they're in the top being like, so who do you think's in the bottom? Like, we all know who's in the top and the bottom. Why yeah. have you got to kick them when they're down? Like an extra pat on the back for you doing the thing that you say that you're, that's what you're born to do. Like, bravo. And I think what's difficult. Oh, yeah, what's bravo. 
Bravo. Bravo. You uh, bunch of blokes. <laughs> <laughs> you nasty bunch of blokes. Uh, is it Bravo for women and Bravo for men? I don't know. No. But I if, would assume so. Yeah. If it's a woman, Bravo. Yeah. Um, I think as well, what makes it extra barbed for me is that... Like, Shout out barbs.co.uk. <laughs> is that... Um, because none of them have done that well in anything, really. None of the li- none of the <laughs> the runways have been fantastic. I don't feel like anyone has like smoked a challenge, and you've been like, "That was fucking yours." Like, oh my god. When you think of, I don't know, like All Stars, for example, the All Stars that we've just done our season on. Like, there was just some standout performances in some of the challenges that you were like. We think of Trinity K. Bonet doing Beyonce. I can't do, stop. Do you know what I mean? I like, believe she didn't just win. Just a couple of things that you're like, fuck, <laughs> like you were so good in that challenge. We haven't really had many of them moments throughout any of this season of people like really doing well in the challenge. And um, so that then when people are like very arrogant about like, you know, like sort of like after the girl group challenge when they were like, we've got a badge, we run the girl group. It's there like, no you literally, here, yeah, yeah, you literally, you won by default because the other team, like Scarlett forgot all of her words. She ruined it for the rest of the other team. Do you know what I mean? It's like, so when they have these like very strong, like harsh sort of opinions on other people, it's like Ella being like, so who do you think is in the top? It's like, like you barely mm. not enough for you to have this attitude no. do you know what I mean um, very very strange but I just don't like to see little little crystal um, do you think that the queens talking uh, what, one thing that I thought when they were talking in this little section that the reason it's lacking energy is because when the queens are talking about things especially in their talking head it's just very analytical it's not very like a friend talking to a friend and they're making jokes, they're being silly, they're pointing out, giving the little quips and stuff. It's just they're sort of like, yeah, this was really scary because we had to do this. They're just like saying, it's basically like none of them are there. They're not really giving you any emotive response about anything that's going on that's making you like like them, apart from Kitty, who's going hard on her talking, Very hard, he- isn't she? talking head. I feel like quite often when they cut to like Ella or like, or Crystal, they're just sort of like, so now we're doing this. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't think the the producers are asking them very good leading questions. They're basically narrating stuff, but you don't need to narrate it because we're watching it. Yeah, it, that's what it feels like. It feels like much more like narration more than like personal commentary. Mm. I don't know. It's it's um it's I, this season is is a strange one. So, what did you think of all the shenanigans surrounding the lip sync this week? First seeing Vanity mm. safe. And then seeing Crystal safe and seeing Kitty and Ella looking like they're doing 50p, 20p. (laughs) Well, the switch up just proves how overproduced the show is at this point. It's like, we're not watching a drag competition where it's like, are you the best at what you're doing? Are you succeeding? Are you failing? Like, there's like such a clear produced trajectory of where who they want in the final, what characters. It's just like so many things in this season. I feel like more, maybe more than any other season I've ever watched, it feels so exposed of how much it's produced. Do you know what I mean? Like, how, how often have we been like, what the fuck? Why did they do that? Like, mm. it doesn't, and, and things haven't felt fair. Things haven't, you, you haven't really been able to understand why they've done things. So do you think they did this to make up for the double elimination? I don't, it's actually quite hard to say because why have they done anything that they've done? Why did they get, keep two, why did they keep two people when they shouldn't have? 
and then bring them the same two people back to lip sync against each other and then get rid of two people the next week and then now this like it just all seems so frenetic and mental doesn't it like well i reckon as soon as i saw vanity was safe i was like oh sure because they did the double elimination so no one's going to go home this week and they obviously enjoyed doing the winner's lip sync from the first episode but i thought as soon as vanity was safe it was it was so obvious to me what mm-hmm. was a foot like i i wondered if kitty and ella were actually genuinely worried or they were kind of hamming it up because they like we knew they won they knew they won or at least they just the didn't want two. anyone to go did they like for production wise they're like we cut crystal can't go we don't want to see crystal go and then as i mentioned at the top of the show like i think that there's a real consciousness of the fact that the people that they want for the th- final three is overall white and i think that there's obviously been this has been in discussion so much like if you think about like when trinity was going to be the winner and stuff it was like the there's always a discussion about how the the original cast was very very it wasn't a diverse cast anyway so it's like if you then ended up with three white blonde women as your three finalists like some the maths ain't math in there do you know what i mean like already so I think that they, if they draw out Vanity being in the top for as long as possible, then it doesn't feel like such a shock when they are going to be your final three. Because they are going to be your final three. Do you know what I mean? Like, if they've kept Vanity around for as long as possible. But it's just all disgusting. It's all so gross. It's like, none of this was fair from the beginning. But forget about all of that. What did you think of the shenanigans? Did you find um, it exciting or fun? Or Not anything? really. I just thought it was rigamorous. Um, but flip into a winner's lip sync as well. Like I did, the one thing I did quite like about it is I was like, we're going to see Ella after she said, I'm about to give you a show mm. and Kitty. And well, I, I thought this is unfair. This is literally Kitty's day job doing Girls Aloud. I know. Um, but they need more queens for the roast and for that final single. So uh, they obviously have to keep everyone around. Mm. Uh, but then also maybe just get rid no, of No, there is no final. Well, I don't think they release it in the same kind of way. No, they? but you remember they do that really badly mastered shit. But there is always like a last song, isn't there? Yeah, to and the it's moon. Really, and they don't do it properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they'll need more queens for the roast as well. Because imagine mm. if it was just like three queens, it'd be like so high pressure. But maybe better. Um, I thought Kitty looked absolutely stunning in that lighting. Mm. Like st- there was a shot of her and I was like, fuck. She's gorgeous. Um, really soon- going into that full-on tour choreo though wasn't she I oh my god as soon of, like, as it started take a breath and kind That's of girls some... allowed choreo but yeah i kind of wish she had sort of put some of herself into it rather than like okay you know this this is the routine you've done eighty thousand times you know what i, I just mean? imagined like imagine what it's like like cheryl hull sitting at home like literally like finger clicking herself into oblivion just like scream she must be so happy like just like watching her sister mm. They're both in Girls Aloud. They both got to lip sync to to a, a GA song. Um, although not my personal fave, that song. No, um, no one wants to dance come back. No, I didn't. I, I didn't. I don't love that Girls Aloud song. Um, and there's so many bangers that you yeah. could get. Uh, what about <clears throat> Ella Day slut dropping like it's 2011? Non-stop, mm. wasn't it? That's like, she must have done 20 slut drops. Yeah. Kitty gave you comedy. <laughs> yeah. I... I, I Again, it's just not 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 something that I would choose to do. Um, Kitty gave you comedy. She gave you soft choreo. She gave you dips. She used every motherfucking millimetre of that stage. She put her whole badoosy into that performance. I just thought, I was like, wow, you're watching a clear winner here. Like, I didn't really think that 
I didn't personally feel like Ella gave as much as Kitty. I was always drawn to what Kitty was doing because she was being stupid. She was like, she was giving you, like, I just thought it was, it was a clear win. So I was really surprised by the outcome of it. Yeah, it seems like no one wants to really sort of, a lot of fence-sitting this season. Yeah, there's like no rocking of the boat. Um, But a a Michael Dublé save really means fucking jack shit these days. Do you remember when it was like, oh my God, this is the first time this happened. It's like, well, they've had like 10 this season. Like it really just means nothing. It's like, oh, this that's what I mean by by it being produced. Well, this wasn't a double save. This was just no one goes home. it, It was a double win though. Like it, sure. it, in like in the same parameters of it, it was like someone, sh- if it's a ch- competition, someone needs to win. It can't just every time be like, do you know what? Thank God you turned up. We've all had a great time. You're both winners. Mm. It's like, no, someone has to win. Because now also both of them have got a badge from it. So it's like, okay, now, so Ella's now the badge the means nothing. Three yeah. badges. Yeah. And it's like the badge means nothing because you're just giving them out willy nilly to literally everyone. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, um, but let's talk Rose and Thorne. What was your Rose and what was your Rose, honey? Uh, not very, um, not a very good light to shine on the episode. But my Rose is looking forward so much to next week's episode, seeing the eliminated queens, Kathy yeah. Burke and Alan Carr kicking off. I fucking love Kathy Burke. A, a real late, uh, late entry, but a fantastic person on Twitter. Mm. real giving you some uh some great one-liners there um mine was i loved seeing like I, i'm sure i said this before but like, i really love seeing when uh they do a lip sync and the girl the the queen is like this is my favorite song mm. and i just love seeing kitty do girls aloud because as soon as as soon as it started i thought do you know what if you gave her 90 percent of the other songs i don't think she'd like sparkle in the way that she did but as soon as that song comes on and she started pointing and marching around the stage i thought okay this is a song that she loves and she is gonna go fucking hard she kind of reminded me of like a sort of show pony or cheryl something. she is that they, they, they do the same moves they have the same sort of like little dog energy like i love it um thorn thorn was that they couldn't come up with anything from the uk so they gave us star wars mine was that as well that the acting challenges why can't they reimagine it as like a part of the show like give it some new life do something different do you know what i mean like you know like they're constantly on the american ones like experimenting with oh let's make snatch game or whatever the snatch game of love or like things to give it a bit of an injection of new vitality. i mean this is only season three and those most of these people have probably only seen three seasons of drag race sure but it's like the actual sort of like the the acting challenge as it is of just basing it on something it being a parody a spoof or whatever like i'm sure they could find something better to do than that i don't know it's like it's i wouldn't mind that but i think it needs to be like, why are you doing Better. Star Wars? Like, it's yeah. American and it's old. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's not new or interesting. I wonder whether it's like um, that there's like not loads of things that you're allowed to legally do. Like, I was like, maybe if you want to do like Mean Girls or whatever, they're like, no, you can't. You can't do that on Drag Race. And that's like, still not British. True, true. What would you like to see from a, what would you? Ab Fab. Ab Fab or Queer as Folk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting rimmed on main I think stage. I might on. be a bit. Oh my god! Imagine a night, you know. But yeah, there's like plenty of plenty of yes. things like carry on films they could do. Like that would be so good. Get, listen, if you can hear this, Drag Race, get Lukey on the fucking writers team. I would like to be a judge as well. Would you? I would. Mm. I don't think I would. I, would. 
Because once you've been on it once as a judge, you can't come back. I'd much rather be I'd much rather be one of them sort of uh, your M and E Ks that gets to just like bounce in and out and just like you come back. How many back times each... has Paula Abdul been on? How many times has Latoya Jackson been on? How true, dare you? true. Do you think I'm at the same level as Latoya Jackson? No, but I am. You yeah, would true. only come back once. <laughs> I would come back multiple times. I might times. not even come in once. Um, but yeah, I I'm excited to see next week's episode because I'm so excited for the, to see the other girls. I love seeing the girls return Me in their too. finery. Especially if they're a bit hot. Mm. If like they've, if they've got axes to grind, that's even better for me. Um, how do you think someone like Charity Case, for example, would feel with who is in the final? Would you be like looking, being like, okay, I went home, so this could be in the final? I think Charity might find it a bit bland. Yeah, a bit unseasoned chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also agree with Charity. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, I'm very excited to see the girls. And did you see a little glimpse of what Charity, her look? Some, some sort of like no. green moss tree. Nice. <laughs> Something like that. Um, but yeah, excited. And now are we going to dive quickly into... Dracula. Dracula, honey. Let's talk drags. Uh, so this week is the iconic Monsters of Rock episode, which is as hotly anticipated as Snatch Game on Drag Race. It's one of my favourites. I absolutely love it. It I is screamed. my favourite, yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah, so the um, the gals split into two bands and must put together a cohesive look and perform a lip sync as a band playing the instruments, um, as well as showing a different solo rock monster look on the main stage well it's not the main stage on the uh what do they call it the presentation the floor show the floor show um hold hold that thought obviously we've screamed this at each other as watching it but like tell the girls what um instrument would you want to be doing bass bass i'm a bass girl i'd love to For do drums but i i wouldn't be able to have the stamina to go as hard on the drums as i'd want to tough. for that long it's tough mm. it's tough part of me 90 percent of me thinks that i'd want to be the singer because it's like obviously the main focus and you could go really hard but then like you lip syncing is something that you do all the time anyway mm. but i feel like it is the focus but then you have to really fucking be great but yeah i think i'd want to be the the, the singer um, what sort of look would you be giving me main stage for a rocker? I'd be going 80s cock rock, Motley Crue style yeah. vibes. I would be going sli- like 2000 slime light cyber goth. Um, like, yeah, cyber goth for it. And I'd be giving you like huge, with a, with a, a little hint of neo goth as well. Sure. Uh, my personal favourite of the solo looks have to be Hoso Scene Queen. That was yeah, 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 sick. yeah. Very loved that. I uh, also love Bitter Betty's, obviously. Um, big, massive platinum mullet and um, leopard print. How many wigs do we think? Three. Three. I, I don't know. Three. Did you have a favourite look on the uh, I show? absolutely fucking loved um, Sigourney Beaver. Mm. Always. She, um, and also a very interesting... Uh, had to send her a very gushing message obviously straight away after watching it just like real they really have characters in Dragula a lot that like people really unafraid to be unliked on TV Mm. which I feel like in Drag Race people sort of self-edit a lot more because they don't want to come across as like a bully or whatever and it's like often they have people go like if you look at like every single episode someone's like lost their fucking mind yeah Um, and this whole thing with Mary Cherry like it was I just thought it was so uncomfortable it was just like you don't respect women. <laughs> Let's call it what it is. Like, it was just mis- well, tell the people misogyny. what happened. Misogyny. Well, like, Mer- uh, 
they the Boulet brothers picked the groups and then said like to uh who else apart from Sigourney? Sigourney and Who was the other the singer? other yeah, who was the other was um, it, Darley. Oh, Darley. Oh, so fit. So fit. Um yeah, and the Boulet brothers are like, you are the leaders of your group. And they said that to in front of the groups. And then the uh, Dali's group, they all worked very harmoniously and they were they clearly had a shared goal as a group that they were like, we want this to be as fucking great as possible. Let's listen to the input of each person and see that like what we can build from I- the individual input of four different people. And it worked really fucking great. They were a great team together. Straight away, Mary Cherry was like, like as soon as Sigourney was like trying to like come up with literally any ideas, yeah. Mary Cherry was like, "You're not the leader," and she was, they were like, "No, that they literally said I am the leader of the group." And they were like, "No, no, no, that's not what they said," and just like he refused to have any sort of um, authority and just wouldn't listen to anything she said and said that everything that she wanted to do, even though the rest of the group were in agreement with Sigourney, that everything and Sigourney is a cis woman, the only cis woman yeah. in the competition. Yeah, sorry, that's I've. Uh, and so it was just such a strange uh, dynamic because Mary Cherry just like refused to let Sigourney lead in. And I understand that maybe if you think that they're making bad decisions, but also there's a, we're adults, there's w- mm. ways and means of talking to someone and saying, I think this dot, 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 dot. But it just felt like a personal attack of how someone refuses to let a woman be the leader. And it just felt... Literally what happening right now, every day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well... You know, Um, and it was just, it was so uncomfortable and so difficult to watch. And unfortunately, Mary Cherry, they out. Well, yes, the winner from uh, the band, sorry, the winning band was Zenith. Um, And and the main winner was Darley, who was singing. I don't know what a Zenith is. They did like the biggest, like the peak of something. Oh, really? I don't know. Yeah. Um, And the losing band, Glam Rock, terrible name. Absolutely bullshit. Uh, comprising of Our Angels Bitter Betty, Sigourney Beaver, Mary Cherry and Jay Jolie. They were all up for extermination and had to face shock therapy in the Dreadnought Electrocutioner, which is basically some weird room where you're strapped to these chairs. And then I think you can kind of like vote on who you can electrocute. And yeah, yeah. Um, until Mary Cherry was sent off to a better place. Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> How would you feel about being electrocuted? Um, I quite like pain in a weird way. So I think maybe I would enjoy it. And I have actually been electrocuted um, w- uh, once in a, like a horror, uh, like a haunted house thing. You know, when you have to hold on to them things, and you have to hold it on for, for as long as possible before you... Have you ever seen them? They're like two sort of like posts that you have to hold your hands onto. Mm. And the longer you uh, hold onto them, it's like a a affair. The longer you can hold onto them, the more you get um, tickets you get. Mm. And I kind of like loved the feeling of it. It's obviously not like hardcore, like lightning uh, electrocution, but it is like an electric current running Mm. through you. And uh, I did have to stop because it was so painful. Do you know what I mean? It's like, um, so I don't know. What about you? I feel like, yeah, it will hurt, but it's still a TV show, so they're not going to make it, like, really, really dangerously yeah. painful. So I feel like I'd rather do that than, like, animals. And also, when you felt the fury of that dildo that you've got, that, like, what is a little bit of electrocution, you know? Exactly. Like, nine volts of power running through you. I running don't know through what your a vagina. volt is. No, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, but I just won't Dracula do it that for a a challenge and then that for an extermination come Mm. on 
No, ain't no one doing it like Dracula. Um, as we slowly pivot into a Dracula <laughs> podcast review show. He's not giving anybody a chance. He wants to get out. He wants to go to the pub. He wants to go to the pub. I wonder where she's at these days. Find I her. wish I knew her name. I wish I knew her name. I'm sure you can find it. Yeah, 100%. Where are they now? Mm. And also, uh, with the mouth. Put on that pecan <laughs> pie. Um, but yeah, love Dracula. Uh, if I could ask you now... Give me your top three who you think is going to be in the top three. Of Dracula. We'll, yeah, and then we'll come back now to this at the end. Yeah, because we forgot to do this with uh, UK. Yeah. I would say Darley. Darley. Okay, yeah, agreed. Um, And I want to say Sigourney and Betty, but I also want to throw Hoso in there as well. That That's the exact four that I would give as well, just mm. out of like, I, I need my girls in there. Um, And now I feel so much more calm that the sort of force of the misogyny has gone mm. because if it was three episodes in and it was every single motherfucking episode that someone was, was coming someone was coming for Sigourney and it was ugh, yeah absolutely fucking exhausting but tune into Dracula is it every Tuesday that we get it on Shudder I thought it was every Monday I think we forgot to watch it today no working well, too hard didn't we and it or hardly working right it's been absolutely fantastic love you gals um, and I guess we'll see you next week See you. I'd say like and follow and subscribe. I don't know if anyone listens this long. Um, yeah, at this point you've just said Don't worry out. about it. <laughs> All right. Love you. Ciao.